Hello and welcome back to the Tennis Podcast. This is Nick speaking. Brandon, here, present. My sidekick host Brandon is present and we are back for another top 10-ish list. But before we get to that, Brandon, why don't you tell me how your day's going? Uh, I wasn't expecting this question. I'm very sleepy. That's how it's going. It's a sleepy day. I don't know what to tell you. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? Have we started recording yet? Do you want to know the list or not? Yeah, let's tell me the list. This week's list is the top 10 series finales. Series finales? Yes. A television series, I assume. TV series wrap up and say their goodbyes. We're going to count, we're counting down which ones were the most popular by the number of viewers. Okay. Where'd you get your list? The list came from Business Insider, but I compared it to other lists and it was legit. Rock solid? Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually have the top 20. We're only going to do the top 10, but in case you get crazy with some of your guesses, I've got 20. So, okay, this is the number of homes watching each sh- finale. This is the number at of the time, viewers. At the time of original airing. Number of viewers. Yes. Okay. Uh, Got it. Tell me which ones are not. Which series finales would not be on this list? I'll say the series finale for the Drew Carey show is not on there. It's not. I never saw that one. You never seen the Drew Carey show? I mean, I never saw the finale. I used to be a pretty big fan of the Drew Carey show, but I haven't seen it since I was like 12 years old, so who the hell knows if it's any good or not. It didn't do much for Mimi's career, did it? No, but Craig Kilborn did okay. Is that the brother? Craig Kilborn was his Scottish boss. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he also had a brother that was like a cross-dressing brother. Do you remember him? No, I don't. His name was Kevin, I think. Anyway, I've seen him in a lot of stuff too. He was in um he was in one of your favorite movies, Zodiac, as the suspect that oh, they brought yeah. in. Yeah, that guy's been in a lot of stuff. He was also yeah. the husband in uh the movie Fargo. Uh was he? Uh, yeah, he was the guy who paints ducks on uh for stamps. Yeah. You know, he was also in I most recently saw him in the Hulu series A Handmaid's Tale? Uh, I guess I forgot about that. Uh, no, Drew Carey's not on here. You know, I mentioned Hulu just now and that kind of changes things, doesn't it? In future, in 20 years from now when we do this list again and we're millionaires sitting in our mansion homes and our professional in-home recording studios, we would do this episode again and conversation will be different because you don't have live viewers for a lot of the right. most popular shows these days. This list is very reflective of that. Right. So, everyone should keep that in mind that prior to Netflix and Hulu, there used to be a world where you'd have to watch series finales live as they aired or DVR'd them later, but I'm going to guess that most of these shows are from the pre-DVR era. Am I right? Yes. So, now because Netflix and Hulu and Amazon don't release viewership numbers for any other shows. Okay. So, no Drew Carey show. Show me Malcolm in the Middle as not having being it's on, not on here. Malcolm in the Middle is not on here. Neither is Thundercats. No Thundercats. Damn. All right. How about the animated series Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? 
There are no animated series on this list, especially the stupid Ninja Turtles. <laughs> you don't like the Ninja Turtles? Uh, no, they're fine. I mean, I think we've had enough out of them. If I, like, if it was something I was into when I was a kid, but now it's still around. Okay, Spider Man predated you as a child, and it's still around. Batman, Superman. Well, the source material on Spider-Man is pretty interesting. The source material on the Ninja Turtles hasn't been, I don't know if there has been a new Ninja Turtle comic book in the last few years. And the, Did it, it originate from a comic series? Yeah, did you not know that? No. Well, yeah, Ninja Turtles it. was a comic book first, a satirical comic book. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't think the art was very good either. I, then the comics got popular and I don't know, they just sounded, they just sounded weird. It's just not what I'm into when I'm into comic books. What came first, the live action movie that was like late 80s, I think, or the animated series? The animated series came out in like 86 or 87. Okay. Hey, you know, the creator of SpongeBob died recently, like last week. Did he drown? I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. He actually had ALS. Oh, bad times. Yeah, and he's from Oklahoma, I learned. I didn't know that. Yeah, but God bless SpongeBob. I'd put SpongeBob up against any adult animated series for making, making your boy laugh. It's pretty good. I don't know okay. that I would put it right up there next to The Simpsons, but it is pretty damn good. Let's just get into the list. All I right. think you're going to get some of these and some of these you're going to uh, hate yourself about. Okay, I, I don't think this is number one, but I have to guess it because it's my favorite show and I'm going to guess it's in the top, hmm, I'm going to guess it's between three and seven and that is Seinfeld. Seinfeld is number three. Look at, I mean, hang on, before you go on, let's pause for a minute and pat Nick on the back. Did I not nail that? Yeah, somewhere between three and seven. That's not, that's not bad. All the shows in the history of the world and I was able to pin it down to... To the 50% of, to the middle 50% of this list. No, because you have the top 20 in front of you, Einstein. Either way, it's number three, 76.3 million viewers. 76.3 million viewers, okay. And that aired, I happen to know this off the top of my head, that aired in May of 1998. I'm looking. For the date in which it aired. I just told you. No need to look May it up. 14th, 1998. Hmm. Nick nails it again. So, if you don't remember what it was, what, what happened on that series finale, just as things are looking up for Jerry and George after landing a series at NBC, they and their friends are put on trial for not helping a fat man who's getting carjacked because they are too busy making fun of him. Well, and you're, you're missing serious plot points here. Well, this is a this is business insiders summary, and we're not here to give the entire plot. No, but I could do an hour on Seinfeld. I think they're making fun of a fat guy who's getting carjacked. They're put on trial, and it's a who's who of Seinfeld guest stars, basically just talking about what horrible people they are. And at the end, they're all uh, locked up for one year. For a year, and uh, that finale had mixed reviews at best, if I recall. Yeah. I watched it and it was okay, but like, how are you going to end Seinfeld? Well, you were what, 48, 49 when it first aired? So, uh, I was 16 years old. I was not even 
10 years old, but despite that, Seinfeld is my favorite show. Some of the plot points you missed is that they were crashed. They had, they had to do an emergency landing in an airplane because Kramer wouldn't stop jumping on the plane trying to relieve his ear of water. <laughs> and the fat man they were making fun of was, I mean, you think of a fat man in your head and triple it. And also, they video recorded him. And that's all. Before phones. Before phones, they made a like a big production out of it. Brandon, well, do you have any other notes on the finale before I ask No, I didn't make a lot of notes on the finale because I thought we probably knew a lot about this finale. What do you think it is that made Seinfeld such a special show? That's still talked about and quoted in everyday language 20 years later. 20 years after the finale. I mean, that's hard to pin down. They had... I Because mean, it's a show about nothing. Probably, I mean, the writing staff. Mostly Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld, but they had really good producers and really good, uh, really good writers. And it just came around at the right time. A lot of the stuff that's entered the culture, like yada, 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 no soup for you, double dipping, regifter, close talker, low talker, man hands, serenity now, shrinkage, festivus, all that shit. From what I understand, a lot of those things came from like writers' real families too. Like there's a writer whose family, you know, celebrated Festiva and there really was some guy who was like a soup Nazi. All right. One more question about Seinfeld before we lose all of our Seinfeld hater audience. Uh, who's your favorite of the four? George. And why is it George? Yep. The wiki article on George has a long, long long part uh, about his personality. Yeah, he is a complex character with a ton of depth and he is also my favorite of the four. <laughs> this, uh, this line about his personality, it says, throughout Seinfeld's first season, George is depicted as moderately intelligent. At one point, he mentions an intellectual interest in the Civil War and in some early episodes appears almost as a mentor to Jerry but becomes less sophisticated to the point of being too lazy to even read a 90-page book, Breakfast at Tiffany's, preferring to watch the movie adaptation at a stranger's house instead. Good show, people. And like Brandon, if you do want to watch it, it is on Hulu and I would start with season three at the earliest. It's not the type of show where you need to start in episode one because each episode is kind of its own deal. All right, that's Seinfeld. All right, number three. Okay, I'm going to go with um, Cheers next. Cheers is number two. Look at that. It had 84.4 million viewers. It was on NBC. Here's a little write-up on it. The last call episode revolves around the return of Diane. She had been away for six years. She tried to make uh, Sam think that she had moved on uh, and gotten married, but uh, it fell apart. And they both realized it's maybe they should rekindle their relationship. And then they announced their engagement to their friends who all disapprove, so they decide it won't work. And Sam returns to the bar and realizes that the bar will always be his biggest love. The show closed with him laying down on top of the bar and kissing it. And then the lights turned out. That's not real. I didn't watch a lot of Cheers. Does he have sex with the bar? Mm-hmm. Does he have sex with Norm? Uh-huh. I mean, that's he, not shown on screen. It's implied. Does he have sex with Fraser Crane? It's implied. Fraser Crane. Hey, you know, in the finale of Seinfeld, George complains that their plane is not the Ted Danson plane. And Ted Danson is the 
actor who plays the main character in Cheers, Sam. They didn't get the Ted Danson plan. Did you watch Cheers? Yeah, I mean, I did. I don't think I watched the finale, and I didn't. I didn't watch it uh, in order. I've been to the Cheers bar. We've heard this story. Please don't say it again. Oh, yeah, it doesn't look like that in there. And we heard the story about how how you had to pee. I had to pee so bad that guy doesn't respect me anymore. I think that's episode seven of the Tennis Podcast, where we hear your forty-minute story about having to pee. When did the Cheers finale air? Cheers finale aired. May 20th, 1993. Oh, it got later into the 90s than I thought. I thought it ended in like 90 or 89. I did too. How many seasons was it? There were 11 seasons of Cheers. Started in 1982. Yeah, Seinfeld had nine seasons, by the way. So, 11 for Cheers, nine for Seinfeld. The main theme was the romance between Diane and Sam. And then... He got into Kirstie Alley. There's a lot of orgies on screen. What? Nothing. Uh, you know, some, some of our listeners might be wondering, you know, where's the really good critically acclaimed shows on here like Breaking Bad and um, Mad Men and, you know, other shows of that nature. And I think we'll just repeat real quick that those shows came in the DVR era. And a lot of it is because a a good chunk, maybe even half or more of the people that watch Breaking Bad do so later on Netflix. Yeah. For anyone that's looking for those types of shows, I don't think you're going to find them on this list, I'm guessing. No. Too bad. So sad. It's going to be mostly sitcoms, right? Yeah. And some sitcoms and a couple hour dramas dramas in there how many butt shows are there none <laughs> all right that's cheers two and three uh, what about you know we talked about cheers how about fraser crane fraser 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 is number 10 on here the huh. spinoff fraser had 33.7 million viewers for its series finale and what happens in it sounds like crap. Frazier and Niles are trying to pull off their father's wedding in about eight days and then Niles' son is born and his father moves out and Frazier realizes that everyone is moving on to new chapters and he wants to do the same thing. He was going to move from Seattle to a new job in San Francisco. Then he gets off the plane in Chicago where his ex-girlfriend Charlotte had moved. Do they have sex in the airport? Um, hold on. I just want you to know that I'm going to ask about sex on every one of these shows. It aired in May on May 13th of 2004, which was after that uh, September 11th tragedy. And mm-hmm. you can't kiss anybody in an, or have sex with them at an airport anymore after that. So, huh. no, that's not what happened. They probably went home to do it. 2004, also later than I would have thought. How many seasons? On Old Frasier? Yeah. It's got to be less than 10. Well, can you tell me? I'm looking it up. It's 11 seasons. Jesus. Did you watch Frasier? Not really, no. I mean, I watched a few episodes. I know who the people are in it, but 
And how many times did you go to your favorite porn sites and search for Fraser porn? I never did that, but um, I probably would look for Kelsey. Uh, you know, Kelsey Grammer also played the X Man Beast, uh, who is blue and covered with fur. When did he do that? Oh man, it's so bad. Why would anyone cast him in that role? Well, that's television stage. Where's his TV? Where's his movie work? Well, drug. He likes drugs. What kind of drugs does he like? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, drunk driving and cocaine. As in '88. In '99, he was grabbing cocaine again. Is his ass dead yet? You never hear about him. Anymore. In '91, he was doing cocaine. Hell of a drug. He would ooze into the studio, his life all out of sorts. Jimmy would say action and he would snap into Fraser and expound this very erudite dialogue and be pitch perfect. And Jimmy would yell cut and he would ooze back into Kelsey, glazed over eyes, half asleep, going through whatever he was going through. It was the most amazing transformation I'd ever seen. One that is the, interesting. I'd never heard that about him. One of the writers on uh, Fraser said that. Okay, filmography. Here we go. He was in X-Men The Last Stand and X-Men Days of Future Past. Oh, so the recent X-Men's. So, yeah, he played the older one in the recent one. It was very small. But the one where he made his biggest mistake was in 2006 X-Men The Last Stand, which was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I saw it at the drive-in movie theater. And it's ridiculous. There's a part at the end where you see the X-Men, including Beast, who is just gigantic and covered with, with blue fur. And he's wearing a suit. Like at a, um, let's see, here it is. The mutant rights are finally obtained and Professor X's school is operating the storm as the mistress. The president of the United States appoints Beast. As ambassador to United Nations, Wolverine is watching it on a TV and he uh, says, nice work, furball. It's a dog shit movie. No, that's a good writing, Brandon. You can write that. So, that's Frasier and X-Men The Last Stand. You know, for all of his drug issues and questionable film roles aside, one thing no one can take away from Kelsey Grammer is he had a hell of an ass. Mm-hmm. Blue. Is he still around? How old is he? Yeah, he's around. He's alive. He's very much alive. He was recently doing commercials, political commercials here in Oklahoma to try to get... Uh, the blue vote? A law passed because his, his sister died. She was murdered by some dudes. It was something about giving more rights to victims or victims' families. He's alive. He's 63. That's it? Yeah. I thought he was 63 and like 10 years ago. No. He just looks really good. Jesus. All right, let's, let's do another show here. How about, um, I'm going to guess Sister Sister <laughs> is not, not on, on there. <laughs> what about Smart Guy? Boy Meets World. Nope. That's a badass show though. Well, it's not on here. Have you seen that show? Uh, yeah. No, do you like the show? No. God damn it. 
There's not a lot of those crappy I'm going to have to edit that out. I'm going to have to edit that out because half of our listeners just left in disgust. There's not a lot of those crappy ABC sitcoms on here. NBC and CBS really dominate this. Okay, Boy Meets World, good show. Next, I'm going to guess, what about one of those NCI bullshits or NS? No, nope. none of those are on here. What is it called? NCIS? Well, I don't think it's ended. It's still going. Okay, uh, how about the Cosby Show? The Cosby Show is on here. It's number six. It had 44.4 million viewers. It aired on April 30th, 1992, the series finale. Do you know what else was going on on April 30th, 1992? The finale aired during the evening of day two of the 1992 LA riots. Oh. And Bill Cosby appeared on the Los Angeles NBC station and an attempt to end the hostilities, he asked the viewers to stop what they were doing and instead watch the Cosby show. Of course. Real quick, before I forget this point, I want to mention number two cheers ended within a year or so of the Cosby show finale. Yeah. But it had double the viewers because the cheers finale had 80 something and you said the Cosby show had 40 million something. People were watching the riots, I guess. Yeah. It must be that because I, I... I would not have expected Cheers to be twice as popular as The Cosby Show around the same period. Well, and... And given Mr. Cosby's recent uh, issues, I'm not going to ask if he had sex with anyone on the show. I don't think so. Good Lord. Uh, Let's see. Cliff Huxtable invites a bunch of friends and family to celebrate Theo's graduation from NYU, but he doesn't have enough tickets. And then... Eight years of magic, love, and laughter with the Huxtable family come to an end as Cliff's invitation list for Thea's graduation continues to grow. Uh, At the ceremony, Cliff thinks back to eight years to the day he used Monopoly money to illustrate the harsh realities of life to 13-year-old Theo. And then he snaps out of it and Theo is ready to graduate. And then Cliff and Claire dance cheek to cheek one last time in the Huxtable living room and then dance off the set into television history. I mean, whoever wrote that probably wrote it before like a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. It didn't age well, did it? I just wonder like what Felicia Rashad <laughs> thinks about <laughs> Bill Cosby after all this stuff. Was that his wife in the show? That's, she played Claire. Felicia Rashad is 70 years old. She looks really good. I've seen her in shit. She was in the the Creed movie. That's what I was going to say. She was in yeah. Creed and Creed 2. She does not look 70 years old. No. She worked so close to him for a long time. They even did another show. There was another Cosby show. There was? Yeah. It, it was kind of stupid. It was just called Cosby. It was from 1996 to 2000 and it was Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad again playing Same husband and wife. characters? No. Just playing older people, like just different characters, but also but mm-hmm. the same two actors. What, was Cosby convicted? Yeah. Yeah. Is he in prison? Uh, I don't know. Let's find out where Bill Cosby is. Uh, his career and image were seriously damaged by uh, all this stuff. You don't fucking say. Found guilty on three counts of aggravated indecent assault, sentenced to three from three to ten years in prison. Oh, that's it. 
currently incarcerated at the State Correctional Institution in Phoenix. It's classified as a sexually violent predator. Wow. You know, I know I'm not saying anything that people haven't already thought about, but before we knew this about him, if you were to line up every actor in the world, I have to think I would have put Bill Cosby as like one of the least likely to be a rapist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just based on what you see on TV. Who would you, just on looks alone, who would you pick to be like one it's of the It's not first? looks alone. It's also what you see of them. Well, just give what, me who, give me the, give me the top one. I'm not going to do that. Who do you suspect of maybe being a raper? I'm not playing this game, but you get my point, right? <laughs> yeah. Bill Cosby seemed like the f- most fun, innocent, funny guy to be around. He had, he did kids stuff all the time. He had that kids show. It's just so jarring to find out this about him. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. All's well that ends well, right? Okay. You got Cosby show. Roseanne. Roseanne is not on here. Is she She's in the top 20? Not even in the top 20. You know a show that's really underrated that I'm going to that I don't think is on here, hmm. but maybe I'll be surprised, is The King of Queens. King of Queens is not on here. Did you watch that show? I did. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, talked to me about, you talk about King of Queens, I guess like I talk about Roger Rabbit. Well, not on record, I don't. And, but uh, King of Queens has Arthur Spooner played by Jerry Stiller who plays Frank Costanza in Seinfeld and yeah. it's like the same character and it's, you need to make it a priority to watch it. But how old is is Jerry Stiller. He's in his 90s now, which frustrates me selfishly because if they were ever going to do a Seinfeld reunion and if they do one but they wait till Jerry Stiller dies, I'm going to be fucking pissed. He's alive. He's 91. Yeah. But his wife is dead. Thank you. And that sometimes makes people die quicker. His, his wife's in King of Queens too. Well, not anymore. She's dead. <laughs> Well, all right. King of Queens, good show, people. Okay, I'm going to go with uh, Friends next. Friends is number four. The poor man Seinfeld. 65.9 million viewers. I agree. I used to like it when it was on and now I wonder. Careful, we got a lot of friend fans on the... It's not, I'm not not, like shitting on it. It's just not, it's not something I would enjoy now. So, if you want to know what happened... When Friends wrapped up, America's best pals came together for one last coffee. On May 6, 2004, Ross confessed his love for Rachel uh, again after a madcap race to stop her from leaving town. That was a recurring thing on Friends was like racing to the airport and Mm -hmm. making it or not making it in time. And then Monica... And Chandler adopt twins and decide to raise their family in the suburbs. How sweet. I got a tear in my eye. Can you slow down? And Joey moved to Los Angeles to have a not successful TV show. Didn't he have a, he had a spinoff, right? Where That's he was what Joey? it was, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, I heard once, I can't remember where it was, but it was somewhere in like the, at the village in, in New York that, there was this block of uh, some David Schwimmer bought up an entire block, like a floor that takes up an entire block in like some of the most expensive. How many? It takes up an entire what? Block. I mean, did you say it takes up one or less blocks? 
one. How many blocks did it take up? I'm trying to find out. Was it built around or on the size of one square-ish area? What would you call that area? A block? A block. Okay. What? Just making sure we got that. Well, you said block like 40 times before I started doing this very funny joke. Um, so, if everyone wants to know where David Schwimmer bought something, I don't even remember anymore. A block. I. He's got that friend's money. The whole point is these guys are richer than hell and yep. they just kept doing it. The last like five seasons, they just kept just sucking up money. What was that coffee shop called that they would hang out Central at? Central Perk. Yeah. So, I'm looking at the friends cast here. Jennifer Aniston is by far the most successful. Mm-hmm. She looks fantastic. Courtney Cox, mm, I think she's had some success. She Slowed has down. really messed with her face. Lisa Kudrow, I don't I know. I haven't seen her do anything. Well, she's been on a show called... Uh, Two Girls, One Cup? The Comeback. Joey was on a show too that's supposed to be decent, but I've never watched it. Matthew Perry, he's not looking good. You know, the first few years after Friends, I've, he was doing really well. He was in a bunch of movies. He was in the, the uh, rom-com Fools Rush In. Yeah, he was in that movie with Chris Farley before Farley died. Uh, that movie is severely underrated. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Almost I, Heroes, I think, right? Yep, I love that guy who makes a woman out of straw. If you've never seen this movie, it's like Lewis and Clark's journey, but instead of them, it's, it's uh, Matthew Perry and Chris Farley. And uh, they're like frontier men and they have a band of frontier men. And there's a part where uh, one of the guys gets lonely and he makes a woman out of straw. And then there's a fire and he, you know, risks himself to save her. And Matthew Perry <laughs> says like, you do realize she's made out of straw, don't you? And the guy goes, yes, sir. I figure that's why she burns so well. <laughs> yeah, see, so Matthew Perry, he's all right. Yeah, so that's friends. All right. Now it's getting harder. I don't know. You're not going to get the rest of these. No, fuck you. I will too. How about uh, I Love Lucy? No. I Dream of Jeannie? No. <laughs> no. Why are you scoffing at that? Those were those are shows. really old. There's nothing that old on here. The oldest thing on here is Gunsmoke. It's number okay, gun 14. Smoke. Ah, damn it. Uh, Dallas. Dallas is number 11. It didn't make the top 10. Okay, don't give me any hints yet. I got this. Brady Bunch. No. It's not in the top 20. <sighs> no animated shows? Nope. What about that damn show with the dinosaurs? <laughs> Do you no, remember that? What was that called? Dinosaurs. <laughs> and no, it was a family, a family of dinosaurs. Right? They all died at the end. What? <laughs> How'd that happen? Uh, I didn't see it. I watched that show when it aired because I was a kid and I was stupid. And I need to know how they died. And what was the dad's name? I think his name was Earl. <laughs> Fuck off! It was not Earl. I think it was. I'm looking it up. Dinosaurs, the TV show. His name was Earl. It was set in 60 million years ago in Pangea. <laughs> it centers on the Sinclair family, Earl Sinclair, <laughs> Fran, and their three children, Robbie, Charlene, and the baby. What's the baby's name? It's just named Baby. 
Kevin Clash did the voice and the body puppeteering for it. He's the guy who did uh, Elmo. He did the body puppeteering for all of it? For the body. People did like arms and head and mouth and stuff. I don't know. And then Jessica Walter. Just so you know, me Lucille and Bluth. nobody listening knows who either of these actors Lucille are. Bluth did the voice of Fran Sinclair, the mama, mother dinosaur. But yeah, it ended with the final... Here it is. It's, uh, it depicts the irresponsible actions of dinosaurs <laughs> toward their environment and bringing on the Ice Age. Yeah, it, they make a global cooling and like a nuclear winter. I guess they all died. They just died. Would you put Fran... In the MILF category? <laughs> yep. <laughs> as far as dinosaur women go. The dinosaurs is not on here. Dinosaur women. Don't you mean dinos- female dinosaurs would be more apt? <laughs> Ladysaurs? <laughs> okay. Remember the show The Nanny? Uh-huh. It's not on here. <laughs> that was a good show too. How about Becker? No. God damn it. Can I make a sound? Yeah. The sound will help you. Uh? Oh, Home Improvement. Home Improvement is number nine. That beat Roseanne, huh? What was Roseanne? Roseanne's not on the top 20. Oh, what was number 11? Dallas. Dallas, okay. Home Improvement. Home Improvement's number nine. 35.5 million viewers on its series finale, which was on in May of 1999. See, I'd put Tim Allen more likely to sexually assault someone than Bill Cosby. <laughs> well, he did go to prison for uh, selling cocaine. He went to prison for that? I think so. Uh, they talk about it in an episode of Norm MacDonald Live. He said he didn't, he didn't get sent to prison for, uh, for a baggie full of ideas. <laughs> so, in that last episode, Tim the Toolman Taylor... Shoots the last episode of Tool Time and his wife, I can't remember her name. What was her name? Just some mom name. <laughs> Betty? Uh, Jane. Jill. Jill. And Jill is looking about taking a new job and she's attached to their home. So, Tim finds a way to move the home so she can take the job. And I have to guess... That involves some sort of silly mishap. Did they all have sex with each other in the end? Uh huh. They all Wilson? died. Did, did anyone have sex with Wilson? Was there an ice age in this finale as well? Uh, no, but Wilson was in the finale. Tim and Wilson agree to take down the fence so that Al and his girlfriend Trudy can get married back there, and then viewers got to see Wilson's full face. Did they show it? Yeah, I think it was just a face. Did they show his ass too? <laughs> the the gimmick for the rest of the show is he was just hiding his ass. <laughs> what if when they took the fence down, he was just waiting there with his boner? And that's why he didn't want, he wanted the fence up the whole time. And he just started wiggling it around and that became meatspin.com. I don't like that. <laughs> why? Because Wilson is the, the sign of purity and innocence and neighborly good charm. Earl Hindman played Wilson. Please tell um, me you knew that off the top of your head. No, I wasn't looking it up here. Oh, I remember this guy. He was in a ton of shit. What else was he in? Oh, wait, no, that's a different guy. Earl Herman 
Edward Herman and Earl Hindman. We need to get you off Wikipedia. But his face just looks like a face. It's nothing. He's not deformed. I always thought he was deformed or burned. He's not. Him and Tim were fucking, right? <laughs> there was like a hole in the fence. <laughs> All I right. Mean, we don't... All right. So, home improvement. Yuck. How about Everyone Loves Raymond? Everybody Loves Raymond was number 12. When did that end? Like 04? 2005. May of 2005. Okay. No, Everybody Loves Raymond. All right. So, I'm missing 8, 7, 5, and 1. Yes. Don't tell me. The Beverly Hillbillies. No. That 70s show. No. Not even on this list. Mad TV. No. Gola Gola Island. You're about to get a clue. Gola Gola Island. Did you ever watch that? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, the fuck you don't. Look it up. I can't. Gola Gola, Gola Island. You got to see this damn toad. <laughs> How do I spell it? Here, I'll put it in the chat box. Oh, there it is. Gola Gola Island. Gola Gola Island. What the hell? No way. <laughs> this looks like drugs. That little toad, he was selling him drugs, I think. What? Is he a frog? <laughs> His name's Binya. Binya Binya Pollywog? <laughs> Holy shit. This is a blast from the past. All right. Come on. Uh, how about Gilligan's Island? No, it's not on the list. How is that not on the list? It's not. I don't know. It's just not. Barty. No. Sesame Street. That didn't no. have a finale. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. No. Pete and Pete. No. Um, even Stevens. No. All of the shows Kid left- Impossible. All of the shows left on here aired on CBS except for one aired on NBC. King of Queens aired on CBS. Well, it's not on here. Bob the Builder. No. Oh, uh, Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter. CBS or NBC? Cousin Skeeter is my guess. It's not. There's no Cousin Skeeter on here. <laughs> Do you know about Cousin Skeeter? You got to look dub? up. <laughs> no. No. Go look up. Go look up Cousin Skeeter. You have to do it. What the hell? <laughs> like a humanoid puppet boy? And he yes. lives with people? Yes. But why is he a What's puppet? What's wrong with that? Why is he a puppet? Because it's funny. No, Cousin Skeeter is not. A, this is terrifying. Keaton and Kel. No. Are these serious an uh, answers? Wishbone. Okay. No, stop. Just shoot me. Just shoot me is not on here. I'm going to get this shit. Just stop. Think about move, uh, shows that like... You're going to give me a hint. I don't want a hint. Give me a decade. Well, the rest of these are from the 70s and 80s. Mary Tyler Moore. No. That was a real guess. <sighs> taxi. No. I don't see Taxi anywhere on here. 
I think fucking Becker beat Taxi. Ugh, this is killing me. I know it's going to be so obvious. MASH. MASH is number one. MASH has the biggest finale of all time. The 105.9 million viewers. It was 53% of Americans watched the... Wait, are you talking about Cousin Skeeter or MASH? MASH. Oh, okay. MASH ended with a two-hour series finale in February 1983. The Korean War finally ended and the soldiers throw a party. And Hawkeye is mad because BJ won't say goodbye. Hang on, Hawk Hawk gives Hawk gives someone a BJ? Hawkeye is mad because BJ will not say goodbye to him, but then he realizes BJ left a note out of stones. Did it say watch cousin Skeeter? Said goodbye. <laughs> a mash used to come on right before cartoons came on. And I would hear the the music from it is super depressing. Do you know the song, like the MASH theme song? No. The title sequence features an instrumental-only version of the song, Suicide is Painless. Wow. It goes, uh, let me think of how it went. Hold on, I'm going to do it with my mouth. Boom, 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 boom. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, ba, da, da, dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 It just sucks. It's super depressing and it always made me feel really sad and depressed right before cartoons came on. Oh my god, I just came upon the jackpot. Alright, what was this? I'm watching Cousin Skeeter. It looks like a Puff Daddy video starring a puppet. Are these chicks hot for Skeeter? Yeah, Skeeter is a playboy. So, that's Cousin Skeeter. With Bill Bellamy as the voice of Skeeter. Who's that? Bill Bellamy. I think he's like a comedian TV show host. He was a VJ, maybe. MASH was number one. All right, I need... What year did MASH air? 83. Or, or the finale. 83, okay. So, I'm missing 5, 7, 8. Yes. And they're all 70s and 80s. 172 80s. Give me a hint, but not a super obvious hint. Can I do the song with my mouth? Could you figure it out yet? There's a helicopter in a Ferrari. Miami Vice? <laughs> no. It takes place in Hawaii. Hawaii Five O? No. Is that what it's called? Okay, just tell me. Magnum P.I. Oh, fuck, I don't know that shit. Magnum P.I. has one of the most recognizable theme songs. He drives Never a seen Ferrari. a single second of it. What number is it? It's on Netflix and I watch it sometimes. It's number five. It had 50.7 million viewers. So, it was originally canceled in its seventh season and fans protested and the show was renewed for one more season. And then the actual series finale aired on May 1st, 88, and Thomas Magnum meets his grandfather, reunites with his daughter, who he believed was dead, and then he enlists in the Navy again to provide a more stable life for his daughter. It is not the exciting escapade you would expect. No. He's just doing the responsible thing. I'm bored to tears right now. Can we please move on? 
There's two more left. Magnum PI, you watch that sometimes on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. It helps uh, me go to sleep. Seven and eight. Are these shows that I've heard of? Yes. But probably never watched. So the song would not help you. You know what should be on here is Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. It should. It's not even in the top 20. Uh, you know what? That's the first thing you've said that I thought was a good idea. The Fresh Prince ought to be up here, but it's not. That's the first idea. Would you like idea, me to really? tell you 20 through 11? Yeah, let's do that. Number 20 is L.A. Law. Number 19 was MacGyver. 18 is St. Elsewhere. 17, Full House. Full House, give me a phrase. 16, Golden Girls. 15, Happy Days. 14, Gunsmoke. 13, Star Trek The Next Generation. 12, Everybody Loves Raymond. 11, Dallas. Is there Star Trek on here? There's no Star Trek on here. Or other than the one I just said. CSI. No. I don't know when that stopped or started or any of that. 70s uh, and 80s are looking at here. Do you want... Twilight Zone. No. What's the other one like that? Uh, it's not that. Is Twilight Zone 70s or 80s? Twilight Zone was 60s. It's not on here. Okay. Is it a comedy? Both of the remaining shows are comedies. I'm dying here. Someone, someone's yelling out. What about that ALF thing? The alien? It's not ALF. ALF... Alf was right behind L.A. Law. 21? Yeah. I'm surprised he was so high. Hey, what was that show with that guy? Ugh, what's his name? He's like a football player. Coach? No, but that's a good one. Is that on here? No. The guy uh, who's like a football player. I thought he has like a real... Uh, huh? Oh, this is driving me nuts. John Madden in Monday Tony. Night Football? <laughs> Tony something. Oh, who's the boss? Tony Danza? Yeah, that He's guy. He's a former baseball player. Okay. In real life or on the show? Uh, on the show. Tony Danza, he's an Italian-American retired Major League Baseball player. But Tony Danza, he was a professional boxer. In real life. His record was 9-3. and three. His show's not on there. No, who's the boss isn't on here. Uh, oh, I know. Uh, oh, that show. What's it called? It's the one where they're singing at the piano at the beginning. Mm-hmm. What is that called? Uh, I never watched it. Do you want me to tell you the name of it? It's like my something family or... All in the Family. All in the Family. That's it. All in the Family is number seven. It had 40.2 million viewers on the... This, this is the most like crappy series finale out of a whole bunch of crappy ones. On the series finale, Edith goes to her against her doctor's orders to stay off her feet because Archie is depending on her for his bar's St. Patrick's Day celebration. She overdoes it and ends up gravely ill. The episode ends with the usually gruff Archie expressing how sorry he is for pushing Edith and expressing his love for her. That's it? Yeah. Does she live, die? I don't know. Probably. I mean, they all died. Was there an ice age in this one? Yep. They hugged each other and then froze over. Was there a giant toad from Gullah Gullah Island in the finale? His name was Archie. What year did this finale air? It aired in the year of... The 1979. The year of the rat? So you got okay, one. yeah. I never watched that show. Not once. I've watched a little bit of it and 
It's rough. Man, people used to be able to sit through any old shit. (laughs) So, there's one left on here. And it really, let's pause for a minute here Mm -hmm. and talk about, it used to be you'd have to sit down at the same time and watch the show live as it aired, commercials and all. And if you were late or you had to do something else or you were on vacation, you just missed it. That's it. You'd have to hope it would re-air at some point. Well, what if you had a VCR? Okay, sure. People take, but people, VCR was not anywhere near as commonly used for recording as a DVR is now. No, but we did use it all the time. Yeah, I used it too as a kid, but. In my house growing up. But still, and VCRs weren't even around until the 80s, I think, right? Yes. It's just crazy. Uh, All right. What about the Jeffersons? No. Jeffersons. No. All right. Sanford and Son. No. Do I have the name of that right? Yes, you have the name right, but this is the show's subject, uh, the show's cast and subject matter is a far cry from Sanford and Son or the Jeffersons, which are 70s, mainly 70s shows. This is definitely an 80s show. I don't think it's this, but Three's Company should be in the top 20 as well. It's not. Oh, oh, uh, uh, God damn. How did I not think of this? The sheriff in the little town. Um, the Andy Griffith show? Yes, that. Andy Griffith show is not on this list either. This list is bullshit. In fact, the Andy Griffith show is not on the very long version of the list either. I thought that was like the big deal back then. You've definitely heard of it. In fact, the main star to come out of it is one of the like the best known and beloved actors. Is it that one that Tom Hanks was in? No, it's not Booze and Buddies. All right, give me a clue. Who's the actor? Well, as soon as I tell you the actor, you're going to know who it is. The series, this series reflected the move in the United States from the cultural liberalism of the 60s and 70s to the conservatism of the 1980s. Culture was particularly particularly expressed through the relationship between the young Republican Alex P. Keaton and his ex-hippie parents, Stephen and Elise Keaton. Alex P. Keaton, played by Michael J. Fox. Oh, um... Family Ties. Family Ties is number eight. Hey, Family Matters, where's that? (laughs) Family Matters, let's see. Hold on, I gotta look now. Family Ties is number eight. Alex P. Keaton. I never watched that, ever. Says that he's leaving home for a job in New York and everyone says goodbye and his mom is sad about uh, empty nest syndrome. Uh, So, let's see. Now you can get off your high horse and tell us the top 20 starting at 20. Okay, 20, L.A. Law, MacGyver, St. Elsewhere, Full House, Golden Girls, Happy Days, Gunsmoke, Star Trek Next Generation, Everybody Loves Raymond, and Dallas. It's 20 through 11, and then the top 10. Number 10, Frasier. 9, Home Improvement. 8, Family Ties. 7, All in the Family. 6, The Cosby Show. Let us never speak of it again. Number 5, Magnum P.I., number four, Friends, number three, Seinfeld, number two, Cheers, and number one, it's Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter's MASH. Cousin Skeeter made the top, he's number one, people. 
So for people that watched we uh, did it. Cousin Skater, you, your support has brought him to number one. And I think number two was um, Gullah Gullah Island, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that's the top 20 most watched television series finales brought to you by my sidekick host, Brandon. Not sidekick. Brandon, what's your favorite, what's your favorite show from the top 20? Well, Seinfeld is definitely my favorite show from the top 20, but that's well, beyond that, besides Seinfeld. God, these are not very good. Besides that, it would be Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, but Seinfeld's my number one and Everybody Loves Raymond would probably be my number two besides Cousin Skeeter. Where, did you ever tell me where uh, Family Matters was? Oh, yeah. Oh, let me look. You have to cut this shit out. There's a lot of shit cutting I'm going to be doing on this one, my friend. The viewership of MASH was 105.9 million, okay? Mm -hmm. And the viewership of Frasier finale was 33.7. That was number 10 on our list. Okay. So, Full House was 24.3, getting lower. All right. Hold on, I'm still looking. There's a lot on here. Breaking Bad, 10.28 million. Boy Meets World, 10. Uh, now I got to look it up because Family Matters wasn't on here. Okay, so, uh, so Lost in Space, part one. After NASA buys the patent to one of Urkel's inventions, he's set into, sent into space. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy I'm reading this. This is a good idea. Okay. So NASA buys the patent of one of Urkel's inventions and he's sent into space with a pair of astronauts to test it out. However, his invention unintentionally causes a nearby satellite to crash into the space shuttle and before long, he sends himself hurtling through outer space. Meanwhile, Harriet, you remember who she is, right? Was that the main? That's the mom. Oh, the mom. She okay. was worried for the well-being of rookie officer Eddie. So, I guess Eddie followed in Carl Winslow's footsteps. Uh, and demands to have him assigned to giving out tickets for parking meter violations. Myra, do you remember who Myra was? Brandon, for someone who made fun of the show, you've obviously seen it a lot more than I have because I don't remember who Myra was. Myra was Ur uh, Urkel's girlfriend, uh, attempts to use the media to pose as Urkel's fiance, but is caught by Stefan, who finally forces her to relinquish her love for him. I guess at some point, Steve and Stefan split. Uh, oh, so, in the okay. last episode, NASA struggles to recover its astronauts and save Urkel's life. However, it all ends well and Steve returns to Earth a national hero. Meanwhile, on meter duty, Eddie finds himself in the middle of a shootout. Oh, Jesus. He survives thanks to the lucky bulletproof vest that Carl gave him. Steve sees Laura at the end of the episode and Laura says she will kiss him only on one condition. Steve will have to promise never to go into outer space again. Seems reasonable. And Steve says, only when we kiss, Laura Lee, only when we kiss. And then they do kiss and the uh, audience applauded. So, that's Family Matters. <laughs> yep. Not on the list. All right. Well, I'm going to close us out with a brand new segment. We are going to read some of our most recent reviews on Apple Podcasts. Uh, okay. 
we're going to read our last two. This first one is from Apocalypse Annan, who says, This show's idea is the most original I've ever heard on a podcast. It's simple and comes out as a clean, well-produced show. On top of that, Nick and his sidekick host Brandon oh. are hilarious. 10 out of 10. Thanks. I may have edited some of that. The next one is from Stephalophagus. Uh-huh. Brandon and Nick bring an interesting top 10 list with a juicy side of giggles each episode. <laughs> a juicy side of giggles. Did you have a juicy side of giggles uh, at Thanksgiving? Um, I, I like to, when I go to Burger King, I like to swap my fries for side of giggles. Substitute for a side of giggles. Juicy giggles. Extra juicy. So, Stephalophagus continues, I started with episode 7 and the boys had me laughing from the start. Now, I'm hooked. For the few out there who don't follow our every word and move, episode 7 covered the top 10 most populous cities in the United States. So, those are our two most recent reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you- those are very nice. Yeah, and thank you to those people and everyone else who's reviewed us. If you want us to read your review, we will do it. No matter what it says, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, search for 10-ish podcast, and rate us five stars and leave a written review and we will read it on the show. And I can't get through an episode, you people know I can't. I got to tell you how to follow our asses on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All you got to do is, everyone say it with me. (laughs) Do it. You You search for... 10-ish pod, one, zero, I-S-H-P-O-D, you search that shit, you click follow, you click like, and you do it now, and then you're done. So, that's the show. We covered whatever the hell we covered, Family Matters, top 10 Family Matters moments. What? Uh, Yeah. Brandon, is there anything else you want to say? If Magnum P.I. is still on Netflix, (laughs) you should check it out. You should watch King of Queens instead and also go watch Cousin Skeeter to see him, to see a puppet get freaky deaky make a move on uh, some human people all right we're gonna wrap it up with that thanks for listening and we'll see you next week bye